Hi, I'm Elizabeth Noyce, and you're listening to Supergirl Radio. McGurk! I Do love typing. Not with my Google Docs, Meeksy. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you like it? Is being, becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Kira. I love that. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther Boardroom or Ballroom. Because really? She looks like a boss in this coat. Nasty Luther, like a different Luther. It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. So fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Welcome to Supergirl Radio, your source for all things related to the CW Supergirl TV series and the character of Kara Zor-El. My name is Rebecca Johnson. I'm Maureen Glennon. And for this episode of the podcast, we are live and wired on the Supergirl Radio Facebook page and the DC TV Podcast YouTube channel to discuss the uh, DC Super Pets Encyclopedia. I see you have your copy with you, Morgan. Of course, I carry it with me wherever I go. <laughs> it, it just it just fits right in your pocket. Pocket size, really. <laughs> yeah, you can carry it Back with you down. everywhere. <laughs> well, originally we were scheduled to chat with the artist on this book, uh, Art Balthazar, but as these things sometimes go... Uh, we found out that we would need to regi- uh, reschedule our interview with him. So even though we don't have our with us this time, we'll see if we can bring him back on uh, in, sometime in the future. We can talk about Super Pets with him. We can talk about uh, Superman Family Adventures, which Supergirl is also in. Um, so we can definitely always uh, have room to talk with Art. Um, I, I do want to have Art Balthazar uh, come on because I want to ask him the question, what is Art? Art. We, we could ask art. art. What is art? Uh, so maybe we'll get uh, the. It, maybe we'll have the the ultimate conclusion to that question. The answer to that question. I mean, I think we know the answer, which is <laughs> paintings of horses. I mean, Comet right now, in, Comet in particular. Yeah, pa- paintings of horses is basically the the operating uh, premise that we're working <laughs> on now. This this book has some green in it, so it's uh, going away That's with so my green funny. screen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so paintings of horses. Current definition. Uh, we're always open to uh, a, an additional addition, uh, uh, an additional definition of art. Uh, so we'll try to have him back on uh, sometime in the future on Supergirl Radio. But in the meantime, for this episode, we are going to go through some of our favorite super pets and review the DC Super Pets character encyclopedia. Because as the book says, there are over uh, 200 pets in this book. Uh, so we have lots to talk about. Uh, feel free to share your thoughts and your favorite super pets in the live chat. Morgan and I have gone through the book and we have picked some of our favorites to talk about. And uh, we have some <laughs> that we want to uh, to discuss as we go through it. Uh, so we'll be doing that uh, for this episode of Supergirl Radio. And I should mention before before we get to the news, uh, that uh, Art Balthazar has written not just the character encyclopedia, but lots of Super Pets books. Uh, so we'll try to link all of these. I don't Aww, have all of them crypto. because there's there's a huge, huge amount of these, these Super Pets books. 
Um, so I don't have all of them, but I have like this, the streaky books. A lot of them have the green background and the green yeah. screen does not like it, but I have streaky books. <laughs> it looks I have... like streaky just kind of like floating in, in space. <laughs> <laughs> I have comet books. Um, so, and I love his Superman family adventures books. Um, so he, he, he not only did super pets, but he has done a lot of super pets. He was also, uh, the artist on tiny Titans, which is very popular Aww. and very fun. Uh, he also, uh, like we said, uh, worked on Superman family adventures. So his art style is so recognizable and so cute for the, uh, the audience and the, um, the, the, the style that they're going for. And so I just really love, I'm a big fan of Art Balthazar's work. And uh, so we're going to be talking all about his version of the Super Pets uh, for this week on Supergirl Radio. But we do have some big important news, like the biggest and most important news we do. Th that we need to get to. So let's get to the news. It's that time again. <laughs> Supergirl Radio needs new DC TV podcast plugs, which means that we are holding another plugs contest. And we invite you to submit your recordings of how you would promote the DC TV podcast on Supergirl Radio. We want you to do that so that <laughs> I do not have to do that. It's very important that you do it so I don't have to. You can be, <laughs> you can be as creative as you want to be, uh, but we do have one requirement, and that's that you need to make sure you mention all of our podcasts in the DC TV Podcast Network. And in case maybe you have forgotten what those are, <clears throat> I will list them. Yeah, Morgan needs to do it one last time before we, we get some new plugs. I will list them like so. That's <laughs> Supergirl Radio. That's the one that you're listening to right now. Uh, the Flash Podcast. Legends of Tomorrow Podcast. I hear that one's really great. That's pretty uh, good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, the Lituation <laughs> Room. DC on HBO Max Podcast, which maybe one day will be sponsored by HBO Max. <laughs> HBO Max, where I like to watch stuff uh <laughs> the star girl podcast superman and lois radio they're not in the arrowverse but we're still allowing them to be on the network <laughs> what 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 a ring that that probably threw them forward they're like excuse me we're not in the arrowverse <laughs> uh green lantern podcast the sandman podcast justice league dark podcast and DC TV, Ather Dark. I hear that one's pretty good too. That one's fine. That one's that one's <laughs> fine. There's, that one I think is still being workshopped. Uh, <laughs> so how do you get on uh, Supergirl Radio? Glad that you asked myself. What you do is you email an MP3, a wave, or an M4A. Yep, that one was a new one to me. Yeah, uh, it's an audio file. So you uh, MP3, WAVE, or M4A audio file to supergirlradio at gmail.com by our contest deadline, which is September 30th at midnight. Oh, no. Actually, that's at noon. <laughs> oh, did did I say noon? I, I meant... Um, it says 11.59 p.m., which I have to assume is... 
Well, oh no no p.m yeah, okay it's like right before well, midnight at midnight essentially i, I don't want to say because midnight is confusing because people are like well is that september 29th at midnight that's, or is it uh, september 30th at midnight so i just say september 30th 11 59 p.m that's true and if you get it in that one extra minute <laughs> we'll still accept it honestly we're pretty <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh we will choose uh the winner and the winner will receive a prize in the mail uh which will consist of superman family adventures a volume one dc super pets super powered pony which is a story about comet the super horse and maybe also an additional surprise we, we might sneak something we that you didn't might, expect we in there just might we just <laughs> might <laughs> and and uh i have to confess the reason that we're giving these uh, Art Baltazar books away is because I discovered that I had two copies of these books. And I was like, well, what am I going to do with two copies? So I want to give my extra copies to someone. So, there we go. Uh, <laughs> so we are having another DCTV podcast plugs contest. It starts now. Starts right this minute. Starts get, right get now. working. <laughs> Pause whatever you're listening to and go off and start doing those. <laughs> now, remember that there is quite a high bar that you need to live up to because our previous plugs were pretty amazing. Yeah, we had uh, new Rachel with the Hope Hope Bot voice. And then we had, we had a song. We had Madeline with the just the, the most beautiful song. Gorgeous. Uh, it was gorgeous. Um, and so we hate to say goodbye to those. Uh, we do. But the only problem is our, our plugs are out of date. So we They're need pretty to out of date. Yeah. <laughs> we, need to, we need to update the plugs. People uh, have started asking about it. Uh, and we're just like, no, no, it's cool. Like we're working on it. But now we actually are working on yeah, it. <laughs> we're doing something about our uh, outdated plugs. Um, but not only do you get sent some cool stuff in the mail, you're, you're, you're winning a, a recording, I guess I should say, because it can be whatever you want. Um, your winning recording will be on Supergirl Radio on a cons well. consistent basis. You will be the the person who is plugging the podcast for us. So that's a that's a, that's a big deal. That's powerful. Think <laughs> about the bragging rights. You can tell everybody you know, and they will absolutely not care, but you will, and you'll know it's important. <laughs> and we will think it's important. And we, we are I especially will think <laughs> you are. Do you want to be my hero, per, like my personal hero? Please do these plugs <laughs> <laughs> for uh, for new listeners uh, to Supergirl Radio. Just to give some uh, background, that's that's a good point. So, like the newer listeners are like, why is she complaining? She's never done the plug. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a an old joke from. Uh, Supergirl Radio seasons past where Morgan did the plugs every week and had to keep it fresh, had to find new ways to keep Ugh, it fresh. It's tough, a tough way into that material, I'll, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have turned it over to the listeners to take care of that part of the podcast, and they've done a great, fantastic job. So we're just... We, we just uh, want to encourage more participation from the listeners, and uh, we want to uh, use this as an opportunity to give you some free stuff. Some Not, not only just free stuff, cool stuff, like our okay. Balthazar bu books, the best. So uh, that is going to cover us for the news section uh, for this week. So please consider uh, being part of the contest of the uh, DCTV podcast blogs. We would love to hear your submission. All right, so we are going to get into the DC Super Pets character encyclopedia uh, for this episode of Supergirl Radio. And, and Morgan, I'm curious about your thoughts about 
the character encyclopedia and how it uh what, what was your first impression when you got the book and you and you opened it up I was like, wow, this, first off, this is big. It, it, I'm going to put it against my, my giant head for scale. So you can see this is a large, this is a large book. So I was like, oh my gosh. And then like you flip it open and there's just really the amount of super pets in this book is just endless. Uh, <laughs> I also like they have, and I'm now, of course, I won't be able to find it in the depths of this book. Where are the villains? It was right before the villains. Yeah, it is. We should say that it is uh, segmented. So in the front of the book, it's actually, uh, I would like to discuss the structure of this oh, book yeah. if, you, if you want to talk about that. Because I wanted to talk about this page, which is, I, I found this one perhaps the most helpful. Which is, <laughs> it, gives you, it gives you a size reference for the different sizes of the pets. And so uh, some of these I found a bit terrifying. Um, I, I'm I'm trying to remember who the uh, so Why? Morgan is Mor <laughs> Morgan is showing a big chicken there. Uh, do we know who who that super pet is? Why is this giant swole chick chicken eagle? I don't know chicken eagle. Why is he so large? I guess is my question. Because well, like, I think I think we need to figure what page is that. We need to figure out who is, that is. What page is this? Okay, this is page seventy seven and seventy six. Okay, so this is a hero, probably. Is it a villain? He's a, he's a hero. Okay. Um, and he's incredibly ginormous. He's larger <laughs> than Comet. He's larger than Bat Cow. Larger okay. than a cow. Okay, we need to... Oh, no, this is uh, on page 72. We're referencing pages in case anyone else has the book and you want to look along <laughs> with us. Uh, it's 72. The character's name... Oh, I know why he's so big. Ah. This is Chuck. Uh, this is the uh, super pet Chuck, and uh, his superhero uh, counterpart is the Apache Chief. And Apache Chief, if you will know, uh, can uh, get big. So Apache Chief has the ability to uh, grow uh, larger in size. It says that his power is magically growing larger by uh, shouting a, spe a special call. And it says that there's no one, no one knows exactly how big he can grow. But some experts think he can grow as large as a planet. So that's pretty that's, big. <laughs> that's pretty big. He is. He is huge. He's a yeah. big, he's a big boy. So that actually makes sense that he's larger than everyone else because he can he can grow very big like the Apache chief. He uh, I guess we could talk about his superpowers. According to the encyclopedia, he has uh, <laughs> size shifting and then uh, sharp eyes and uh, sharp talons. Yeah. He's got a lot yeah. of, a lot of things in his. Uh, he he. Um, his uh, species is an eagle. He was <laughs> he was born in the Rocky Mountains. I'm glad that we we get to know where he he was born. That's that's amazing. And uh, I guess the food that he eats are are flying fishes. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I if I was just going to jump off of here, I might have some questions about skitters as well. Skitters is a, <laughs> okay. is the who's on top of uh, of Chung and. And I don't really, I don't really know what's going on with, with this guy. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what, like his companion I've never heard of before. Okay. All right. So ambush we should, bug. Okay. That... All right. So we do, we should talk about ambush bugs. So um, I would love I, to. <laughs> the great thing about this book is that, um, and before we get into skitters and ambush bug, <laughs> the great thing about this book is that if you have a favorite character in DC comics, they're probably in this book. 
and they probably have a super pet associated with them. And so that's the fun of this book is that pretty much any character you can think of has a super pet. Um, and some of them may be canonically in the comics already. And some of them, I think they were made up just for the Super Pets universe. So yeah. uh, so we'll have to, if we do get to ever have Art Baltazar on the podcast, I want to ask him about that because I'm very curious about the uh, the new creation. So not sure if Skitters, we might have to look Skitters up <laughs> in Skitters. Uh, 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 the uh, DC Comics uh, lore. Uh, let's see. Do you, do you Skit know anything about Ambush Bug? Okay, so Ambush Bug is kind of a, I don't know a ton about Ambush Bug, but he is kind of a wacky character that will show up sometimes in other people's books. Like, I think he's done, uh, he's been in some Batman books, some Superman books. I'm trying to think if he's ever had any interactions with Supergirl. I think there may have been one. Um, but Ambush Bug is just kind of a, like one of those kind of just wacky DC Comics characters um, that kind of just jumps into people's books. I don't know if he's ever had his own book, but I think he should. I think he should have his own television series. I, you know, I would, what? I would pitch an ambush bug TV series. I would watch ambush bug and, and skitters, uh, <laughs> <laughs> attorneys at law. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we should tell the listeners, uh, what the, the encyclopedia says about skitters. Let's learn about skitters while we're here. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, so Skitters uh, has the ability to do sneak attacks. He drives bad guys buggy, which I'm glad to know. He also can read your mind. He has the ability to mind read. Uh, he's also, uh, he can teleport. He has the uh, ability handy. of teleportation. Um, he's really like stacked with superpowers. He also has a great sense of humor, which is also a great superpower. So, uh, so, uh, <laughs> he is associated with ambush bug. He, uh, he eats goo as a food. Delicious. I'm not sure what that entails or how you make that, but he eats goo. Uh, he, his birthplace, um, I'm not real sure. It says Schwab. Uh, not real sure what that, where, where that is. Um, no idea. And, but his species is a uh, mini ambush bug. So he's basically whatever ambush bug is, but a smaller version of ambush bug. So I think we've learned a lot about skitters. Fascinating. He, he's basically just a, a mini me of ambush bug. So maybe sometime in the future, we'll try to learn more about ambush bug as a whole, but ambush bug, a very famous wacky character in DC comics. <laughs> I would like to mention. So on these pages, what I like about this book, and this must've taken forever to edit and um, compile but on the pages of the encyclopedia where it has the character um, uh, character bios is that underneath the character pages, it will list out their allies and their foes. And it will show uh, little icons, like of little heads of characters. So you can see that, uh, for instance, Ambush Bug, uh, some of his, like one of his allies is Ace the Bat Hound. And... Um, uh, I don't recognize some of the buggy characters that are his <laughs> foes, but maybe we can learn about them. But I think that's really um, a, a really cool way that the the book has been structured is that it will tell you about the character and then have a little uh, legend, I guess, a little key that shows you about the the different connections to other characters that are in the same book. Now, so I, re I really like Brian them. in the chat says that Ambush Bug's secret identity was Erwin Schwab. Oh, 
probably where the birthplace comes from. That makes total sense. So uh, thank you for that ambush bug factoid. Another fun ambush bug factoid is that Henry Winkler played ambush bug in Batman Brave and the Bold, and they literally made a joke about shark jumping. That's how I knew that ambush bug was associated with Batman at one point is because he didn't make an appearance on that that show. Batman Brave and the Bold is great. I highlight it's a great watch. Uh, it's a it's a it's a wacky show that doesn't take itself too seriously. So <laughs> definitely check out ambush bug on that series if you want to. Um now, I guess we could start talking about some uh, some characters we know, and then, uh, or, or do you want to, or do you want to keep going on characters you, you I don't think, know? I maybe, think we maybe start we should out. Spare. Maybe we should start out with some characters we know and love, okay. like the classics, like like the very best boy, Crypto. Yeah, so Crypto uh, gets uh, a lot of uh, attention in this book. He is the first of the super pets. Um, so we we get to meet Crypto in this book. There's also a page on Bizarro Crypto, who is uh, quite quite the scary version. <laughs> uh, uh, but of course, Bizarro Crypto is associated with Bizarro Superman. So uh, there is that. So in the book, uh, it outlines uh, that uh, Crypto has, of course, super hearing, X-ray vision, super smell. Uh, he wears an S shield. He has super speed. He has a strong tail. Uh, probably wags that a lot. Uh, he can fly. He has heat vision and freeze breath. Um, it also says that his species is super uh, super dog, that he was born on Krypton. And his uh, food that he eats is Kapow Chow. I guess that's a branded... Uh, <laughs> Kapow Chow. It's a very specific dog food, I guess. Uh, his weaknesses are kryptonite and magic, like Superman's. And he's associated with the Legion of Super Pets and the Space Canine Patrol Agents. So if you listen to our Crypto, the Superdog uh, character spotlight, you will know all about those two groups. And we will be also covering the Legion of Super Pets in the coming weeks. So stay tuned for that. I also want to uh, give a shout out to the people who worked on this book because um, on the page uh, next to Crypto's in the character encyclopedia, there's a section that says Purebred Hero. And lists Zipto, Nipto, and Vipto as his relatives, and those are actually pulled from uh, the comics. Uh, Zipto, Nipto, really? and Vipto are actually part of Crypto's uh, uh, family tree, and we talk about that on the uh, character spotlight for Crypto the Super Dog. So, shout out to these people knowing their comics and uh, <laughs> and referencing uh, Crypto's uh, family tree. So, I thought that was of particular interest for me. Uh, that his his uh, family tree got a got a shout out. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I was interested in that because I had never I wasn't sure if that was something just for this book or if that was like existing crypto lore. <laughs> that is existing crypto lore. Um, so that was fun to see for me personally because I was like, oh, because I, I was kind of shocked when I was doing research on crypto and found out that they <laughs> had created a family tree for him. And uh, they get a mention here in the character encyclopedia. So Crypto has his own, he he rolls deep with his own, like, dog posse here. Yes. The Space Canine Patrol Agents. On the um, uh, on the Crypto the Super Dog animated series, they're referred to as the Dog Star Patrol. So they have a, different, nice. a little bit different name, but they are the pretty much the same characters. Okay, I wanted to ask about that. Like, what? where did they appear? What's going on with Tusky Husky? You know, just kind of normal <laughs> stuff. Like, why does he just have one real long tooth? Like, is like 
shouldn't he go to the vet and take that getting that taken care of that is his that (laughs) is his thing that he can can utilize to help save the day uh he eats a lot of corn on the cob which i guess you can do with that big tooth uh, with that big giant tusk, uh, he's a Siberian husky. So I like that we're getting specifics on. Oh yeah, the, breeds. The, you know, breeds. The breeds. Yeah. So that's that's really good. Um, a lot of these are very familiar. If you if you listen to our uh, crypto character spotlight, a lot of these were mentioned, like uh, Tusky Husky and Mammoth Mutt, um, and I think Bulldog we talked about, and Paw Pooch and Hot Dog. Uh, <laughs> Hot Dog, <laughs> who is who has the power of fire. Uh, which is why he is hot dog. So yes, so the space canine patrol agent, a uh, lot of interactions with crypto in the comics and also on the crypto, the super dog animated series, which I highly recommend if you have never seen it. So yeah, there's a there's a, a good a, a good representation, I think, of crypto lore. Yeah, in this I think book. so. So uh, shall we talk about maybe uh, Supergirl's uh, cat? I think we should. <laughs> so there are some uh, pages in the character encyclopedia of um, uh, character uh, super pets, I guess I should say, associated with Supergirl. And one of them is, of course, Streaky the Super Cat, who is uh, one of my favorites. I know I know. Uh, in recent years, Crypto has mostly been associated with uh, Supergirl, and that's great, too. I love Crypto, but I also want more respect being paid to uh, Streaky the Super Cat because uh, Streaky is just one of my favorites. And in the book, it says that Streaky has heat vision, super ears, x-ray vision, super strong tail, flight, super smell, wears an S-shield, has super speed, lightning bolt on the fur, and has freeze breath. Uh, freeze breath. And um, <clears throat> uh, the birthplace for Streaky is noted as Earth. Uh, and uh, Streaky's food of choice is milk and sushi, which seems which seems like a bad choice. No, that's not a good that's not a good choice for that, a cat. But <laughs> I, I guess uh, Streaky just has a very uh, particular uh, <laughs> <laughs> flavor that Streaky wants to go after. Uh, weaknesses are magic, um, and then it also mentions. Uh, let's see. Interesting. Okay, so it says, fun fact, born on Earth, Streaky is not affected by green kryptonite. However, red kryptonite makes the super cat sleepy. So uh, so <laughs> Streaky is known in the Super Pets universe, I think, as being a little bit of a napper. I uh, think I think my cats might have gotten some red kryptonite because I was hoping that for the Super Pets that they would come and make an appearance. But I think it's unlikely as as Beaker. And we'll see if I can if I can show this. Beaker is uh, asleep. He's uh, not. He's. I don't think he's getting uh, up to make his though. appearance. Hey, bud. Nope, nothing. No, that's no, it. no. He's, he's, he's tired. Out, so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he got that. That red kryptonite really takes it out of him. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, Beaker is curled up in a chair, just a sleeping <laughs> and a napping. So that's adorable. Uh, so <laughs> thank you for sharing your super pet there. Um, also, we should mention that Streaky has a descendant in the future named Wizzy. Wizzy is also mentioned in the book. We also talked about, uh, we have a character spotlight on Streaky the Super Cat as well on Supergirl Radio, and we talk a little bit about Wizzy there. Uh, Wizzy has similar but somewhat different powers as Streaky in the future. Uh, the notable exception is that Wizzy has mind re- reading powers. Mm. Um, I think that is the big uh, different. Also, Wizzy does have a W shield and not an S shield. Uh, Wizzy also likes vanilla milkshakes. 
That's a very Ooh. specific uh, thing. I also, I mean, I, I don't blame him. I, I like vanilla milkshakes too, Wizzy. So that's a good choice. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> so it's good to see the super cats represented, um, not related to streaky, but there was also uh, a cat that you had mentioned you wanted to talk about uh, Morgan, oh, yeah. which is, the mad catter. Yeah, that guy's got some stuff going on for sure. <laughs> uh, this cat, I'm a little, I'm a little worried about this cat because if I'm looking at him correctly, he just looks like he's a giant head. Uh, and I think that's like, where's the rest of his cat body? So I think so. The the mad catter is a <laughs> villain who is associated with the Mad Hatter, who is a villain of uh, the Batman universe. He's one of Batman's rogue gallery members. And I think this would be my assumption, but I, I don't know for sure. But I think the uh, the cat that is drawn in that page looks a little bit like the Cheshire cat from Alice mm -hmm. in Wonderland. Uh, so I, I think that the Cheshire cat uh, could do some weird things could pop in and out, could, you know, be a floating head. So I'm assuming that's that's why the the Mad Catter uh, kind of looks a little funny as he does. Uh, his abilities are that he has a hypnotizing hat, has mind control and an evil grin, which is very important for a villain. Also is a hat collector like his owner, Matt Catter. Uh, he wears lots of hats he also, I guess maybe this is a very cat thing, but like uh, Streaky, um, the Mad Cat are like sushi. Huh, how about that? So yes. I, I wonder if like they ever like bump into each other at like the, the local sushi, the local, local sushi joint, and they're like, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so they both like uh, sushi, but this one is only sushi, not what was it, milk and sushi? Milk and sushi. <laughs> so, uh, not uh, not that specific uh, brand of, of sushi for the Mad Catter, but uh, good to see a lot of cats uh, in here. A lot of cats um, represent it for sure. Yes. Um, also, there are some. There are lots of dogs, though. We do get some cats, there are. but a lot of dogs. Uh, I noticed that um, all of the, <laughs> the Daily Planet pets. Everyone at the Daily Planet had a dog. So there's a section in the heroes part of the encyclopedia that talks about uh, the uh, employees of the Daily Planet, and it's called the Daily Planet Pet Club. Lois Lane has a dog, uh, a chihuahua named Scoop, who loves to eat ice cream. Uh, Jimmy Olsen has a Dalmatian named Freckles, which is so cute, <laughs> uh, loves hot peppers. And uh, Perry White has a German Shepherd named Gutenberg, I guess named after the Gutenberg Press, which is my guess. Uh, <laughs> and Gutenberg loves squid ink pasta. So very specific on the food choice there. Uh, but I thought it was noteworthy to, to point out that the Daily Planet staff, all dogs. Yeah, interesting, fascinating. I also, <laughs> I also noticed that the uh, there's a space cat patrol agents too. Oh yes, okay. So yeah, let's. I think uh, I've, I've got them here. Yeah, I, I really, I desperately want to know what's going on with Krabby Tabby. Like that, <laughs> that seems unnatural. I don't, I don't know about you, but I just don't expect my cats to have like pincers. <laughs> yeah, so uh, try to describe if you could what crabby uh, crab tabby oh, looks how, like. How to describe perfection? 
Krabby Tabby is a very angry looking mm-hmm. a cat, as I, I imagine you would be if you were like part cat and part crab. Yeah. So he's got like a kind of a red body, but then like he kind of looks like a gray tabby elsewhere. And then he's just got like like claws on his hands, but then also on his tail, which seems very strange. It's not yeah. where a claw should be. And also, uh, food of choice for crab tabby is crab salad, which seems so, is dark. that that's that's <laughs> grim. I don't know that why. That I is mean, grim. That is if, some of if his heritage. If you're part <laughs> crab, why are you eating crab salad? That doesn't seem maybe that's like a great great, that's great choice. Great. Maybe that's um, why he's so angry. Maybe so. <laughs> they're they're forcing him to eat other crabs. Um, so I guess, uh, we could just real quick, uh, note, um, and it looks like I forgot to put my laptop on my charger. So you might have to take over for a second sure. while, while I'm, uh, uh <laughs> plugging my laptop in. Uh, but I guess while I do that, if you will go over the other space, uh, cat patrol agents. Of course. There's a atomic Tom here who looks like a Tom cat. Uh, his power is nuclear Fusion, not fusion, fusion, and his favorite food is tuna meltdowns. So there's like a whole theme going on with him. It's kind of like a Chernobyl cat situation here. Probably not good. Uh, and then down here we have Powerpuss, and his breed is Space Cat. Um, they're all of their breeds are Space Cat. Spoiler alert. Uh, his power is static electricity, and he likes a good. Uh, a good energy drink. So he's he's like chugging like a, a monster or a Red Bull. Uh, not great for cats either. I wouldn't recommend them for cats. So the the interesting thing here is that um, it is the Space Cat Patrol Agency is the feline branch of the Space Canine Patrol Agency. And then they help defend the universe against evildoers. And they also have a, a, um, a sacred oath, which is... Big cat, big cat, meow, meow, meow. We'll crush evil now, now, now. <laughs> Which is a, a great, uh, honestly, a great slogan. I'm a big fan. So what I'm hearing is that we need to learn more about the space cat patrol agents. I think I think so. I, I want to know everything about them. How did these things happen to them? Uh, how, uh, just how? Uh, because... There's a there's like really a tragic backstory I think behind <laughs> all of these cats. None of these cats are okay. Let's be honest. Like <laughs> Atomic Tom is radioactive. <laughs> Powerpuss's I should not be making that kind of thing. And honestly, the most the most unhinged one is definitely Crab Tabby, who's <laughs> who's gone off the deep end. Once once you marry a crab and a cat together. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how you come back from that. So I don't know how these aren't villains, if I'm being honest. Well, that's what I was about to say is that um, I'm surprised they're in the hero section. Of the <laughs> they, they all look like they're just one bad day away from being in the other section of this book. <laughs> crab, crab Tabby is like one more crabby joke away. <laughs> You know, he's like on a like a razor thin edge. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so there's lots of a good uh, cat representation here in this book. Um, I guess uh, just going down some of our list that we uh, wanted to talk about. Uh, Super Squirrel is another yeah. is another member of the Superman family. 
Uh, so we get to learn about Super Squirrel. Uh, and I, I would assume that Super Squirrel is a problem for maybe crypto. <laughs> that, that crypto and Super Squirrel probably wouldn't get along very well. I just keep imagining the the movie Up, where like the dog suddenly will just be like, Squirrel! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Super Squirrel, uh, which I don't know what we'd have to look and see if Super Squirrel is actually in uh, DC Comics, uh, if there is a Super Squirrel, because sometimes you never know. There may actually be a Super Squirrel. Um, it looks like there is, possibly... Uh, let's see if I can pull this up. What uh, is Super Squirrel's back? I just wanted to, uh, while you're getting that up, I wanted to pull up this comment from Mind the Gap, who says Tom King would write them all having tragic backstories. Uh, I think which is <gasps> uh, about the uh, <laughs> all of the cats. how. How do we get Tom King to write the the space? Uh, what were they? The space cat patrol agents? Yeah, the space cat patrol agents. I I desperately want the Tom King space cat patrol agent story. Like like the gritty <laughs> <laughs> the crab tabby Tom King crab, crab tabby like he's just like looking off into the distance and then you just like you flash back to his story he's like I was, I was a regular tabby once just like you were just like you were anyone <laughs> <laughs> I want the Tom King run on crab tabby how, how do we get that uh, so super squirrel has super teeth super hearing heat and x-ray vision according to the encyclopedia Super breath, strong tail, super speed, flight, super strength, wears an S-shield, has super smell. Uh, super Squirrel, of course, has, like, a lot of members of the Superman family, uh, weakness to kryptonite and magic. Uh, he is connected to Superboy. Uh, his food of choice is uh, macadamia nuts. So oh. I guess that makes sense. Uh, born on Krypton, uh, which is uh, worth noting. Um, and I'm also trying to pull up uh, Super Squirrel's uh, DC Comics page. I did find a Super Squirrel listed uh, comic vine even has a Super Squirrel. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Oh, you should see what Super Squirrel looks like from the comics. Oh, oh wow. God. Oh, let me <laughs> see if I can uh, if I can share this. This is this is quite something. Looks a, little di looks a little different. I don't know if we can pull it up. Let me see if I can. Um, I don't know if there's a way to make <laughs> this. The image is very, very small. But Super <gasps> Squirrel is uh, a very, very big character, like very muscular, uh, which is uh, surprising for me. Oh, wow. Uh, I've got a I've found a good photo. Let's see if I can. Yeah. See I if can you can share, share that screen. Uh, for the people watching the uh, live stream. Okay. I want to do... do, do. Uh, while you're doing that, uh, the DC Fandom Wiki says that Super Squirrel is the most powerful member of the Just a Lot of Animals. Squirrel <laughs> come to Earth from the planet Krypton. Can you see him? Can you yes. see him? Yes. There's, there's a lot of happening here uh, with this squirrel, I must say. Yes. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, I wasn't expecting this, but it looks like he has a, a deep backstory <laughs> here. Yeah, Brian in the chat says, uh, Super Squirrel was in an alternate dimension from Captain Carrot, who's also a character in the DC uh, Super Pets and character encyclopedia that we could talk about, um, apparently part of Earth C-. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so that's, a, that's a whole different set of uh, characters that we could dig into if we really wanted to. 
Uh, apparently, uh, I don't know if there was a crisis on Earth C minus uh, with Captain <laughs> Kirk, uh, but uh, those are some great characters. So Super Squirrel, uh, very interesting from the comics, also included in the uh, character encyclopedia for the Super Pets. So another member of the Superman family. All right, I guess we could talk about some uh, characters that are sort of loosely related to the Supergirl uh, TV series uh, that we could. Have we talked about Comet? Oh, we didn't talk about Comet. We Our should boy Comet. <laughs> we should do that before we move on from the uh, Superman family. We should definitely do that. Um, I think I have a, a graphic of Comet here. Um, so uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, the Comet page in the character encyclopedia on page 20? I think Comet looks great here. I like yeah. the little the little picture of him mind reading. I thought that was pretty cool. He looks like he's like, really <laughs> focusing. He's really into it. Um, it's got all of his um, all of his powers, his strong tail and his super smell and his super speed. It says this super horse is always ready to giddy up and go. <laughs> <laughs> there's also um, there's a, a comet themed joke. It says, what did the pony say when it fell down? I've fallen and I can't giddy up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it says that Comet's food, uh, food of choice is the oatmeal cookies that, uh, that he gets that his birthplace was Greece. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, so we'll have to uh, dig into that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the bio that they give here, which I think is uh, an ancient Greek spell, gave Comet the same powers as Supergirl and her Kryptonian family. The Superhorse also gained the power of telepathy or the ability to read minds. Uh, we will have to talk about that more in detail with the Legion of <laughs> Superbeds character spotlight and eventually when we do a Comet the Superhorse uh, character spotlight because Comet's backstory is a little complicated depending on which version of comet you are reading uh but it also says fun fact because comet wasn't born on the planet krypton the super horse is not affected by green kryptonite and it shows that uh some of comet's allies are streaky and bat cow and uh foes include mechanicat uh, which Whoa. if you have seen uh, uh, Crypto the Superdog animated series, you'd be very familiar with the evil Mechanicat. Um, so yeah, so Comet is also included in the DC Super Pets uh, encyclopedia. Of course. I mean, how could you how could you leave out such a noble, a noble creature? Yes, <laughs> a noble steed like Comet the Super Horse. Um, I don't know if there are many horses. In no. the encyclopedia, there is a Bizarro comet uh, that is mentioned in the villains section. Whoa. Oh, yeah. He looks gnarly. What happened yeah. to him? <laughs> <laughs> things have things have gone wrong. Yeah, I'm trying Bizarro comet here. I'm trying he to think if there's he's seen better days for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if there are some other uh, horses, but Comet may be the only one in the book. There's like a pony unicorn something or there's a unicorn, I think, in the yeah. hero section. Comet feels pretty unique. Yeah, I think. I mean, he is the super horse. He is. The, yeah, uh, it looks like Amethyst has a. Uh, a unicorn, but that's not the same. What happened to this cat? This oh, which cat, which cat? Wait, what page is that? This on? is this is on page seventy one. This is vapors. 
What, ha- what oh. happened oh. to Vapors? Vapors is just a skeleton cat. <laughs> this, is, this is some Tim Burton stuff right here. <laughs> it does look like a Tim Burton cat. This is Halloween right here. <laughs> so, vapors. So What's vapors, Vapors' story? Vapors he's is a ghost actually, cat. He's a ghost cat. He's associated with Dead Man, so that makes a lot of sense. Uh, born in the Himalayas. Uh, favorite food is goulash which is hilarious, uh, <laughs> using the word ghoul in there. Uh, powers include teleportation, invisibility, uh, ability to heal, and uh, flight and courage. This fearless phantom is never spooked. It would be hard to. Uh, it also says Vapors is almost the perfect pet. He doesn't need to eat or sleep, and he never sheds. That's great for people who, uh, like me, are allergic to uh, There you go. You can get yourself a vapors. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the perfect, perfect bet for me. Uh, yeah. So I, I didn't recognize vapors as a cat because there is no fur. <laughs> but uh, vapors is indeed a, uh, a, uh, a cat, I think. Yeah, I think so. So I've I've gone to the size chart to see if Comet is unique in his own. In his horse status. <laughs> and I think besides the unicorn, which is not a real horse, um, the closest you get is a zebra. There's a zebra in here. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is not a horse. Well, which is, I mean, not really a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's kind of horse adjacent, but. I'm also looking in the villain's pet size chart. Ah, the the villains get uh much much bigger, um, in terms of size. I'm trying to see if there's uh other horses in the villain section. I don't see any horses in the villain section. Wow, yeah, the villains really do get really up there. Yeah, the villains have uh, quite the size advantage over the heroes, but I don't <laughs> see I don't see any horses. I think that makes Comet one of a kind. <laughs> so so that's good to uh, note about uh, Comet, the super horse. Um, were there any other uh, characters that you wanted to get to? I have some that uh, we kind of looked at previously because I, 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 I instructed Morgan on her homework. I said, Morgan, go through this ginormous book and pick <laughs> out some characters you want to check out. Um, uh, Supergirl TV show fans may uh, be familiar with Zook. He was mentioned on the Supergirl TV series in connection with John Jones, Martian Manhunter. So Zook is also mentioned. Uh, I didn't know that Zook was necessarily a pet, uh, but uh, Zook uh, is definitely a, um, a friend of Martian Manhunters in the comics. So Zook is actually canonically mentioned in the comic book source material so he was not created for this book but zook has the powers of mind reading flight strength and vulnerability and speed and it says like his owner zook has many eye-popping powers x-ray vision telescopic vision microscopic vision heat vision and much more and he uh favors red licorice oh uh, like likes a likes a red licorice is uh was born on mars and uh his uh species is alien and he's he's a foe of Bizarro Crypto. I think it should be mentioned. Twist and uh, and brain, uh, brain a cat. I I for one have a lot of questions and would love to talk about Bat Cow. Oh yes, I I feel like we need to get to Bat Cow. Bat Cow. I mean, okay. I guess my first question about Bat Cow, and there's a couple. <laughs> my first my first question is. 
how did Barbara Gordon get a cow? That's a great question. She, I, she lives in Gotham City. <laughs> where, 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 where did she just stumble upon a cow from? I also like that the fun fact in, for Bat Cow is that Bat Cow knows her secret identity. <laughs> like, well, that's. I mean, that's good to know that Bat Cow can keep a secret if it's necessary. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess Wayne Manor. Maybe I don't. I don't know if Bat Cow stays at Wayne Manor. You know, they they do kind of live. Wayne Manor is usually pretty pretty far out of Gotham, so maybe there's a you know a, some some countryside outside of uh, Wayne Manor that the Bat Cow can roam in on. But yeah, it's a it's a strange strange association with Batgirl. Uh, <laughs> but that is the uh, character that Bat Cow is asso- associated with. What are Bat Cow's powers? Oh, uh, did, did we mention this? Utility okay. belt for sure. Um, he it holds all of his weapons and gadgets, including his smoke pellets. Sure, um, his bat cow cow, which protects his secret identity, uh, which while leaving plenty of room to chew cud. Uh, tufts of grass also uh, also a superpower. The bat symbol, hard hooves, and a fireproof cape. Um, one might argue that most of his superpowers aren't so much superpowers. It's just like <laughs> things he has on. And, um, and just being a cow. Just really? Being, just being a cow. Just doing cow stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Bat Cow Loves Fresh Grass was born in Gotham City. And uh, it's it mentions Bat Cow's secret identity. But I don't think we get the reveal of that. <laughs> I guess it's still secret. Uh, why? If you're Bat Cow... Why would you need to have a secret identity? <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I can't believe it was that cow. It's like, <laughs> it. I mean, it could be recognizable. You you don't know in the Something's... in the in the farming community. <laughs> that cow is actually kind of a big deal. <laughs> it's like it's like that cow takes off of his his cow, and somebody is like. Robert? <laughs> is that you? <laughs> uh, Mara in the chat says, I thought Bat Cow was Damien's cow. Yeah, I think in the comics, I think Bat Cow is also associated with Damien Wayne. Uh, and uh, Mind the Gap oh, echoes yeah, that as well. Uh, Mind the Gap says, in the mainstream comics, Damien gets Bat Cow from a slaughterhouse. Oh my gosh. Oh, Rescue, wow. Rescued Bat Cow. Uh, he also has a cat named Alfred and a dog named Titus. Which um, Titus, I think, is basically Ace the Bat Hound, just called Titus for some. Ah. Re- they they might be different dogs, but I think uh, Titus is very closely related to uh, Ace the Bat Hound. I don't think I saw Titus in here in this compendium, uh, but I did see Ace. Yes, and I mean uh, Ace. Ace has like a whole spread where you can see his high tech gadgets in action. Yeah, Ace his, is kind of a big deal. His utility collar and his batter rope and his gas mask and all of his cool stuff that he's got. So he's a pretty he's a pretty savvy dog. He also has springy hind legs, which is yeah, important. Uh, important for sure. He's you know he's a he's a great dog detective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is a, a German Shepherd. Uh, Ace is typically drawn as a German Shepherd. I don't know that I've seen him as anything but a German Shepherd. He he might be a little different in the DC League of Super Pets. Uh, I think he's a boxer. 
in uh, that movie. We'll have to see. Uh, we, we will be reviewing the DC League of <laughs> Super Pets animated film. So we'll we'll learn more about that version of Ace. Uh, but here in this uh, encyclopedia, he's a German shepherd and he likes to eat crime fighter crunchies, which I guess is a very specific food that Batman feeds him. Oh, I see. Uh, Mind the Gap says um, Titus was clearly supposed to be Ace, but Tom King introduced a new Ace. So there's the possibility there are two dogs in Wayne Manor. Well, that only makes sense. Why would Batman only have the one dog? I mean, it's a big manor. <laughs> Certainly, you can get a bunch of dogs in there. I mean, it's good security. It's a, it's an, another extra layer of security for Batman because uh, you know, I mean, Batman his Batcave gets broken into a lot by the uh, the the rogues gallery. So <laughs> it'd be good to have uh, as many security dogs uh, that you can <laughs> in there. Uh, but yeah, so it is cool that Ace does get a a, a two page spread of his uh, his gadgets that he has. So he's a very, um, uh, he has a lot of gadgets that will help him out on his crime fighting adventures. Uh, let's see, who have we missed? Have we missed anybody on your end? I don't think so. I'm flipping through. Well, would you like to talk about the super pet associated with Mr. Mikshas Pitalik? I would love that. <laughs> because <laughs> what is going on with this guy? <laughs> so it's a super pet named Dribbo Dodd. Was that is that how you would guess the the name associated with Mr. McJespedelik? Maybe Dribodo? No, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so this character is quite a funny looking uh, little guy. He uh, looks like kind of a dodo bird if if that's uh yeah maybe. a little bit yeah i'm trying to find the page uh in the book i have the uh overlay up but i'm trying to find the page where that is located so i can see it a little more in terms of in the, the villain section yes gotta go in the back where the villains are it's a purple page too i, th I think it's also worth noting that the pages are um colorful and i think they have uh, some I don't know if the col the colors of the pages have a specific reason to be a certain color. It's uh, page ninety nine, by the way. Yeah, but definitely towards the back of the book when you get into villains, like the villains are uh, purple and greens, more blacks, more villainous colors. Uh, but yes, yeah, so uh, Durbo Dodd has a power derby, uh, much like uh, Mixie. Uh, that protects his, uh, uh, protects the head against weird weather changes while transporting between dimensions and also has a great sense of humor. Jerbo uh, oh. <laughs> Dodd accompanies his impish owner, Mr. McShazpedalik, when he travels to Earth in order to prank Superman. The fun-loving foul can only be defeated if he is tricked into saying his name backwards. So has the same weakness as McShazpedalik. Uh, the species is flightless bird, so we don't have a real specific species of bird. Uh, birthplace was in the fifth dimension, and uh, the food that Dribbo Dodd eats is Dees and Schmro. Don't know what huh. that is. Fascinating. Have <laughs> no idea. Uh, some uh, An ally of Dribbo Dodd is Bizarro Crypto. Uh, foe is uh, just, you know, regular OG Crypto. And Streaky, so Crypto and Streaky uh, and Beppo, the super monkey, uh, go up against Dribbo Dodd. So it's uh, <laughs> it's it's fun that there are uh, birds in the fifth dimension. Villainous birds. 
sure of course there are (laughs) (laughs) um oh brian uh mentions that seed a seed and worms backwards oh smart brian come on get out of here very (laughs) clever very clever i knew that had to be something because it was very strange um so that's good I to know. I also see in the chat that Mind the Gap says Wonder Woman has a dog and kangaroo. Also, I think I didn't see a dog, but I did see um, a kangaroo. Jumpa. Yeah, the Jumpa. kangaroo. Uh, yeah. And then Wonder Girl has uh, Lipa, right? who's like a little kanga mouse. You can see he's <laughs> cute. He's smaller than Jumpa. Jumpa's, Jumpa's a little sassy here. Jumpa's. <laughs> Jumpa knows what she's about. <laughs> very, very confident. Jumpa. She knows how to accessorize for sure. She's got, <laughs> she's got the little tiara. She's got the bracelets. She's got the necklace. Jumpa's got it figured out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Wonder Woman in this, in these books uh, specifically, the the DC Super Pets, uh, Jumpa is related to Wonder Woman. Now there is some theory that uh, pigs are associated with uh, Wonder Woman, uh, mostly because of the, uh, I believe it's the Justice League Unlimited episode where uh, Wonder Woman gets turned into a pig uh, magically, (laughs) and Batman has to sing in order to uh, get her to not be a pig anymore, so there may be associations of pigs with Wonder Woman, but in this book, uh, the Kangas with Wonder I, Woman. I wanted to pull up this uh, comment from Miss Fiction Fanatic who says his name backwards is Dodo Bird. This is why I love having the live chat. They catch the things We're like, that how we do you miss. pronounce it? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we mentioned that he looked like a Dodo Bird. Um, so great catch in the live, in the live chat uh, getting all the mixy stuff backwards. Very, very smart. I also see that Mind the Gap says I think Aquaman has a dog and a squid or something. Does the giant starfish he rides on count? So um, it looks like he actually has a seahorse um, and a dog. I mean, if you <laughs> if you think about it, really, aren't all of all of the ocean's creatures Aquaman's? Uh, but this <laughs> isn't it. Really, isn't his power just pets? If we if we're being honest, I mean, he, but, is the, he is the king of the seven seas. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but Storm is the seahorse. And then Salty, the aqua dog uh, is, is <laughs> he's really dog. happy. He's, he's so he's excited. psyched to just to be here, really, just to be considered. <laughs> <laughs> he's a golden retriever. So, you know, he's smart. And uh, his birthplace was in Coast City. Uh, favorite food is saltwater taffy. Uh, but I like Storm. Storm, I, re- I really love Storm, the uh, the seahorse. Birthplace in Atlantis. Uh, the the, uh, the favorite food, though, is questionable for Storm. Uh, shrimp and seaweed. That seems huh. like maybe... Can seahorses eat shrimp? I don't, I don't, I don't I, know. I just feel like they probably can't, but <laughs> Storm, Storm has a lot of powers. He's got uh, underwater breathing, which one could argue all fish have. Uh, <laughs> He's ultra smart. Maybe that's how he figured out how to eat those shrimp. <laughs> he has mind communication. Uh, and he's got an aqua belt. And he has the, the power of horsepower. Of course, which yeah. is the most important power, really. Yeah, so lots of aqua-themed uh, super pets in here. Uh, I want to. I just want to point out Topo. 
who is also one of uh, Aquaman's pets. Um, but it appears that Toppo's only powers are really like the power of song. <laughs> it says here that um, Toppo entertains the Sea King with his musical talents, playing instruments with his many tentacles. But I, what, I, what, what, what's wrong for a musician to have a superpower? I just, I think, I, I think that that's beautiful. Or it's like, <laughs> you know, they're being attacked and they're like, like storm, go get him. Like arc, go get him. Topo play us a sick beat. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does have mind communication underwater, uh, 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 underwater, underwater breathing much like all of uh, Aquaman's pets and has an aqua belt. Um, uh, also questionable food choice for uh, Topo or Topo um, likes prawns. Prawns. It's prawns. So huh. a, a lot of the uh, sea creatures are eating other sea creatures. I, I mean, I guess maybe they do that. Maybe it's sea creatures that do that. Like, guess... You know, the circle of life down there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, uh, lots of lots of aqua super pets for Aqualad and Aqua Girl and Mira. Um, so if you're an Aquaman fan, the uh, Super Super Pets Encyclopedia has uh, lots of Super Pets for you. Um, I guess uh, uh, we haven't really talked about some of the, uh, let's see, there was also, also another Super Pet that you wanted to talk about, <laughs> which was Tibar, who is uh, associated with Zatanna, who is a, a magical rabbit which I guess makes sense. Uh, you pull a rabbit out of your hat in a, in a magical act. So that only makes sense to be associated with uh, Zatanna. So I'm uh, trying to find a Tibar in the encyclopedia so we can... Tibar's on page 54. Okay. Uh, I, I like, again, that it says that Tibar... Uh, one of his special abilities is spells, obviously. Uh, <laughs> by speaking almost any word backwards, Tibar... Uh, can magically make that object appear. His favorite spell is Storak, which I think would get him some carrots. Uh, yes, that's uh, we're we're picking up on this backwards <laughs> thing. Also, I finally got it because Tibar, I think, rabbit is rabbit. So, yeah. <laughs> so we got it. <laughs> so I think uh, Tibar needs to hang out with uh, Dribodod. Uh, so if, <laughs> if, if Dribbo Dodd is uh, causing some problems, I think Tibar needs to be the one to uh, send after the dodo bird. And I, and I actually, I see under uh, Tibar's foes, uh, Dribbo Dodd is listed as a foe. Ooh, twist. Yeah, so they must have some showdowns uh, <laughs> every now and then. So uh, that's good to know. Um, and we could also talk about uh, some of the more mechanical uh, the electronic uh, super pets that are in the book. Uh, Brainiac 5 fans will be very familiar with Computo. Who <laughs> is, uh, I'm surprised that it seems like I think Computo is listed in the heroes section. Is that? Yeah, correct? I think. Yeah. Computo is on page 67 in the heroes section, which seems wrong to me. Uh, because everything I know about Computo is that Computo is like an, uh, an evil evil computer so i did see that problems. there was a there is a villain associated with brainiac um and that's brainy cat yes i love brainy cat brainy cat <laughs> looks goth a little bit <laughs> brainy cat does look goth brainy cat's like um i'm just like not into that like, <laughs> or like 
things that are popular. <laughs> Brainy Cat is like the one, like you are talking to Brainy Cat and you're like, I'm really into this thing. And Brainy Cat's like, oh, I was too five years ago. <laughs> do, we, do we have a, a picture? I don't have a, I, a, I found I found a Brainy Cat. Cat. So we can see here what Brainy yeah. Cat looks like. Yeah. So describe him for the audio listener. Of course. Of course. So Brainy Cat, uh, Brainy Cat's got kind of a, like a hot topic vibe here. <laughs> he's, like a, he's a green cat. He's got the like the little things, uh, the Brainiac things on his head and then on his tail too. And and he's got like a t-shirt. It's black, obviously like his heart. And, uh, <laughs> and he's got a little, a little skull on there because it's like skulls are like really edgy <laughs> and like they were cooler before they became like more mainstream but it's like why should he stop wearing them you stop wearing them hot topic uh so i just love brainy cat really i just love the energy he's bringing one of his uh one of his talents is cat napping oh. uh because it says traveling light years through space is a tiring task it is it is he's also cold hearted he has a super strong tail super strength and he's wicked smart <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm glad to see that at least uh, there is a villain associated with uh, Brainiac, uh, but but Computo, I think, should be in the the villain. That's the only, like, quibble I have with the book, because I think maybe <laughs> Computo should be in the villain section. Uh, Computo is listed as having superpowers, tech talk, robotic control, cat caterpillar uh, treads, and it uh, it outlines for the reader that Computo stands for Cyber Cerebral Overlapping Multiprocessor Universal Trans... Seaver operator and hmm. uh, says that uh, computer loves to eat gigabytes and <laughs> uh, hangs out. Uh, the birthplace for computer was Brainiac's lab. And it, it looks like actually computer is listed as a foe of Brainy cat <gasps> twist. <laughs> <laughs> so I wish I could see that showdown. Me too. Uh, and speaking of another electronic uh, character, uh, you are not familiar with Pete's. <laughs> I was not. I was flipping through this book and I was like, I want to give her the weirdest looking one. Uh, <laughs> I have like a lot of questions. Um, and then I just saw this floating eyeball and I was like, done. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, Skeets is, uh, is uh, works with Booster Gold. So... Uh, you pointed out when we were talking about this last night that if if Legends had been allowed to go on, tragically, another season, I probably would have been introduced to Skeets. Yes, I think you would have. If you were going to have Booster Gold, you can't have Booster Gold without Skeets. Uh, if you're interested in Booster Gold and Skeets, Justice League Unlimited is a great place uh, that I would point you to to check out more of that duo. They do some time traveling and hang out together. And Skeets is very important for Booster Gold because Skeets is really the brains behind the duo. Uh, Booster Gold is very uh, flashy, really kind of uh, conceited, really cares more about his his look than he does about the uh, information that he needs to process. So Skeets is really the brains <laughs> behind that operation. Uh, Skeets, according to this encyclopedia, has security skills, a database of knowledge, can fly. So he, he is sort of like a like a floating eyeball. Uh, and they do a lot of time traveling together. And the book says when his owner travels back in time, Skeets tags along. This uh, bitty bot has a big database of knowledge, giving Booster Gold the upper hand on his old world enemies. 
It says that uh, Skeets was born in future Metropolis and likes to eat microchips. Uh, <laughs> also, also a uh, oh, uh, Skeets is allied with Computo and is a foe of uh, Bernie uh, Bernie Cat, I guess, or, or Brainy Brainy a cat. Is it Bra- Brainy Cat? Do we think? I think it might be Brainy a cat. You might be right. Uh, so yeah, so ski, so Brainy a cat's not really making friends in this book. No, certainly List, not. Listed <laughs> as a foe uh, among many characters. Brainy a cat is not here to make friends. <laughs> He's here to win. Yeah, he he seems like a real loner with that sort of goth vibe. So I realized that there was one th- that's pretty amazing that unfortunately I did not see last night when I was sending you things. So. <laughs> Just really love to know more about Thud here. <laughs> thud is Thud it, uh, for our audio listeners. Thud is a literal rock. <laughs> He's a pet rock. Just, thud is just a rock. Um, I'm not really sure what his superpowers would be. Um, rock and roll attitude is one of them. <laughs> uh, what, what char- rock, what, I guess maybe what character? What character is he associated with? Uh, he is associated with Terra. He's on page sixty-three. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, he has control over rocks and control over soil, uh, and his species is pet rock. Yeah. So that well, that makes sense. If you're going to have a book about pets, you need to have a pet. You got to have there. a pet rock. Yeah, that uh, makes uh, <laughs> sense with Terra. Terra can control the Earth. Terra is a member of uh, the Teen Titans, but Terra also usually goes bad. <gasps> Tara, oh no, sh- not the rock. <laughs> Tara, Tara, is, is uh is Thud listed as a hero? Thud is listed as a hero. That I don't think that I, I think this must be pre like turning to the dark side for Tara, but I, I think <laughs> I think I think Thud the pet rock, I think maybe should be in the villains section. Is is my association. Yeah, there he is on page sixty-three. Uh oh, I'm sorry. I've been I've been misgendering Thud. Because it said, uh, she's oh. mightier than marble. Oh, Thud is a she. She. Thud is gorgeous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when her owner, Tara, is stuck between a rock and a hard place, Thud can move the earth to save her. Good job, Thud. That is hilarious. Uh, Thud's foes uh, looks like maybe, I don't know if that's Mechanic Cat. That may be another uh, cat. I'm trying to recognize some of these uh, characters down here, but... Thud has some uh, uh, interesting allies and foes that we would probably take a long time to really get into if we really wanted to get into it. But uh, <laughs> Thud, Thud is a pet rock. So really yeah. covering the gamut of pets in the Super Pets Encyclopedia. We sure are. Um, the only no rock, other... <laughs> no rock unturned. <laughs> the, uh, the, the last ones that I kind of want to just uh, throw out here are... Uh, I really love the pets associated with the Green Arrow characters. Yes, they are good. adorable. Uh, uh. You've got <laughs> you've got Quiver and Quill, and uh, they are just the cutest little drawings there. And I'm trying to remember what page they are actually on. Yeah, um, look, um, page forty nine. Correct. I think these might be made up characters for the Super Pets book. I don't know if they have any history in the comics, but uh, Quiver is a porcupine. They're actually both porcupines, and uh, they uh, were both born in Star City. So Quiver is associated with Green Arrow, and Quill is associated with Speedy, who is Green Arrow's uh, sidekick. 
Uh, they have different food choices, though. So Quiver likes to eat shish kebabs, and Quill likes to eat fondue. Uh, they have adorable little feathered caps on, and they have different bows. Quiver uses a custom bow, and Quill uses a titanium bow. But they have ah. uh, quivers. Uh, let's see. Quill has some trick arrows and uh, needle-like quills, and uh, Quiver has razor-sharp quills. So different quills for these these little guys, um, but they are just the cutest. I also like the um, the b- black canary's little uh, little canary. I thought that was. Very cute. Named Pierce. N- named uh, Pierce right here. Yes. And you can see this cute little canary has a little mask on everything. <laughs> has his own little canary cry. <laughs> that is adorable. Uh, needle sharp beak, feisty fighter, and fearless flyer, much like the black canary herself. It says, with a glass shattering chirp, Pierce has a license to shrill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, allies for Pierce are uh, Quiver and uh, Quill, uh, green, the Green Arrow characters, and Bat Cow and Robin, uh, foes of, uh, looks like, Mechanicat and uh, some other, ca- I guess cats would be good uh, yeah, fo- that makes sense. foes for Pierce. Um, so, yeah, the Green Arrow characters have some really cute ones in there. And I wanted to mention just uh, because the DC League of Super Pets uh, animated film is coming out Um uh, in the animated uh, feature, which we don't know a ton about, but I'm I'm pretty sure there is a uh, lightning fast turtle in the DC animated uh, uh, DC League of Super Pets uh, movie. And so I think this is kind of, I don't know if they pulled the lightning. I think there's a lightning fast turtle maybe in the comics, uh, but this one in the Super Pets Encyclopedia is named What's It? Uh, he's found uh, found <laughs> on page 38. He is a turtle, uh, was born in Zooville, wherever that is, and uh, likes to eat shellfish. Um, and yeah, so this uh, this uh, character's name is, I guess, the uh, secret identity maybe is uh, Merton. Merton McSnurtle. Uh, Merton McSnurtle has followed in the fast <laughs> and furious footsteps of the world's greatest speedsters. And... Uh, the and nicknames for uh, Merton are the fastest turtle alive, the Scarlet Shell, the Merton of Motion, and the Terrapin of Speed. So, real fast turtle, which is hilarious because turtles are known for being slow, of course. So, a uh, lot of uh, flash rogue gallery super pets associated with the uh, the, fo- <laughs> the foes there in his page. So, I like the uh, the mention of what's it or Merton. And also, I think in the DC League of Super Pets movie, uh, there is going to be a badge, which I think is how you pronounce ah. it. Um, uh, if you look at the name, it's spelled B apostrophe D G, but I think I've I've heard it pronounced as badge. And badge is actually I I, I kind of um, struggle with badge being listed as a super pet uh, because badge is a Green Lantern, like. He's just, he's a Green Lantern. Like, he's hes nobody's pet. He's a GL. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, somebody made it a similar point when we were talking about Skeets. Um, and it said, uh, Mind the Gap said, kind of condescending to call Skeets a pet? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Brian says, Booster Gold is the pet. So that's probably more true. <laughs> Uh, to that, um, and uh, Brian also thinks uh, Terrific What's It might be a classic character from the 40s and 50s. 
Um, and, uh, so that's, that's interesting. We'll have to, maybe, maybe I'll do some research on the, uh, fastest turtle alive, uh, to, to get more information about that before the DC league of super pets. So wanted to throw those out. I, I could not find a pig, a super pet pig in this book. So I don't know if, uh, don't if, know. if it exists, but I don't think I'm going to look a- at the lineup very carefully. Seen a lot of dogs seen a lot of dogs monkeys there's also a lot of bugs which i there thought is, was i see one pig he looks kind of angry what, what page is that on i think this is on the lineup so this would be like, oh, page like okay. 77 but okay it showed oh gumshoe is oh um, yes no that's it's... an aardvark i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it was pink he looked pig like but i was clearly incorrect yeah, I, can, I can see how you could maybe mis- mistake a uh, gumshoe for a pig yeah i'm not seeing i'm not seeing any pigs in here maybe maybe the pig is a villain maybe i don't dun, know dun, I mean. dun. now i'm looking through the villains there is a pig she's beautiful uh, <laughs> but i don't know I'm looking at the uh, the villains, so the lineup. So let's see. They usually have them. Oh, it's Gruel. This is page 101. Uh, it's Cersei's pig. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Her favorite food is kale chips. And she has a powerful snout, a high-pitched squeal, and magical powers. Also, Grill is at least 3,000 years old, like her mistress, Cersei. She's got the power of immortality, and she's also got, like, a cute little dress. <laughs> yeah, she, she is cute. She's sporting. So, I think, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm on her side. I don't know. I know she's a villain, but <laughs> she's so well-dressed. She is a foe of the Kangas, of Wonder Woman's Kangas. Uh, so not getting along with them. Ally of uh, uh, Cheetah's pet Chauncey. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's worth noting. But yeah, grill grill's real cute. Okay. So I have like another question um, <laughs> okay. brought to you by this page. So here we go. Como is a he's a monkey. Yeah. Okay. He's a chimpanzee. Yeah. His owner is Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> Explain to me how this is a pet. And this is an owner. <laughs> well, I feel I feel offended on behalf of Como. <laughs> well, Gorilla Grodd is elevated from just animal status. He ha- he's very smart. He's very intellectual. So I, I guess maybe you could make that work. But, but Como's powers are cool eye patch. But now let's note, though, that on Como's page, it says super villain pal Gorilla Grodd. Oh, He's not listed as okay, a super villain you. owner. Now I want to I want to go back to the um, <laughs> the page with Skeets and see. No, oh. that does say owner. Oh, it says so, superhero owner booster gold. Okay. So, so now we can still be offended on Skeet's behalf. <laughs> I wonder if Badge is like that. If Badge see, the uh, Green Lantern. I see uh, Rachel says in the chat, makes sense. Cersei in the original mythology turns men into pigs. 
And I think that's how Wonder Woman is turned into a pig on Justice League Unlimited. Yep. Mind the Gap yeah. says it was Cersei who turned Wonder Woman into a pig in that Justice League Unlimited episode. So it all comes back around. Yes. Also, just want to update the the viewing audience and the listeners that Badge is uh, listed as a superhero pal of Hal Jordan. So uh-huh. I appreciate that, that there's a distinction there, that Hal Jordan is not his owner. Uh, Badge is a superhero pal, equal on uh, equal footing of the other Green Lantern. So that is good to see. And I think all the Green Lantern super pets are superhero pals, which I appreciate because these Green Lanterns, they may be bugs and insects and things, but they're Green Lanterns. I I agree. Um, the only other pig I see is another villain. Justice for justice what's, for pigs. Yeah, what's up with well, all what the, are you trying uh, to the pigs? To say pigs are incredibly intelligent animals. Um, <laughs> um, is Squealer, um, which and Squealer is it's a, a yellow, yellow lantern. lantern. Yeah. yeah, Squealer is a yellow lantern, and this is his superhero supervillain pal. Yeah, so uh, Squealer, you know, is he's his own deal. <laughs> he's not taken. He's not taking orders from anybody. He's got a <laughs> ring on. <laughs> so what 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 are Squealer's uh, abilities? It's a supersonic squeal. He's uh-huh. pig-headed. Um he's got pig <laughs> skin which is e- an extra slippery hide makes it easy to elude enemies. Mm. And then food fight. Squealer's yellow p- yellow power ring can create huge yellow foodstuffs to fight against the green lanterns. Nice. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, I guess uh, since we're we're uh, kind of running long on the uh, the encyclopedia here, because we could really—I mean, this book is I mean, so big, huge. We could we could we could be here all night talking about and, these super. And pets. there's so many fun super pets in here. Like every time I flip open to a new page, I'm like, "What's this guy's story?" <laughs> <laughs> the, the Green Lanterns alone are—I know—hilarious. Uh, so, um, Morgan, what are your, your overall thoughts about the, uh, DC Super Pets character encyclopedia? I think this is a delight, to be honest. Like, you, you look at it and you're like, oh, there's not that much text, but there's a million things to look at. Like, you could really, like, just dive into this encyclopedia and just get lost in, like, what's going on with Cuddles, you know? (laughs) Miss Martian, maybe Cuddles can help find Magan, you know? Maybe one day Cuddles will be like, where's my owner? And uh, and everyone will be like, I don't know. We haven't seen her. Check that painting first. (laughs) Cuddles is like, look at the painting. (laughs) She's in Uh, the house. She's in the house. I thought this was really, really cute. Like, uh, all the illustrations are great. I love, like, the size chart is so amazing to be able to see the size chart they have in the beginning of the book. They also have um, a table of contents that just Which has is very helpful. Like everybody's like little, a little icon of everybody and what page they're on. And I it just, stays consistent too, which is important to note that all the little icons for all the different pets are consistent across the pages when it lists them as foes and allies and things like that. I think this is a this is a great resource if you're if you're ever like, what's the super pet of you know what are the Green Lanterns the the little animal Green Lanterns you can just like flip to the uh, the Green Lantern section I I do like the color coding too so like if I was like oh I want to go to the Green Lantern section it's green shock, <laughs> very shock. very helpful all the super all the super ones are like 
kind of have red on them. Like the, the, they're, they're the all Batman primary ones. colors. Yeah. Yeah. The Batman ones are gray. Like you can pretty easily like skip through and see that there's like a color story that you can follow pretty easily. I, I, I've just, I just really enjoy this. I like looking at all the really weird uh, pets and finding out what their stories are and like a little blurb about them. And like, you can find out more. It's really, it's a, such a cute book and the illustrations are so nice too. I think that the illustrations are great, like really fun. A lot of character in the, in the illustrations, especially cause it's like, you know, one illustration to kind of show who the character is, but I, I get a lot of character, you know, out of that illustration. Yes, yes. I I thoroughly enjoy the the I guess the DC Super Pets universe. I mean, there's a ton of these books um that you can get in addition to the encyclopedia, but the encyclopedia is good because it uh it covers everything all in one place. So if you ever have any questions about the Super Pets, this is a good uh good place to start. And and a lot of them are uh characters that you can find in DC lore. Uh so I think some of them like maybe the Daily Planet dogs they might be uh, created for this book, <laughs> uh, but but a lot of them are in the comics, and you can find their their comic book origin in the you know comic book source material. So it's a uh, it's really well done. It's a big book, um, but it's so readable and um, a lot of fun to go through. And if you're a fan of anybody, any character in DC Comics, you can find something in this book, no matter who your favorite character is. So uh, if you're interested in super pets or just DC. Uh, like a fun DC read, definitely uh, check it out. And um, let's see. And uh, Mind the Gap, just uh, to wrap up, says uh, it was stuff like the Batman Encyclopedia the D- or the DC Dictionary and various promotional magazines that helped me learn about comics as a kid. So, yeah, this is a great entry point for for young ones, but also for big kids like me who love this <laughs> stuff. So, uh, so it's really all ages, uh, the material for this one. All right. Uh, well, uh, Morgan, uh, should should maybe we uh, do some snap judgments? I think before we get out of here, we should do some snap judgments. In the game of snap judgments, each person is presented with two options, but must only choose one. First instincts are recommended and explanations are unnecessary. In the game of Snap Judgments, each person is presented with two options, but must only... So, <laughs> so StreamYard has a new feature that loops now. And oh. I, I had used the loop feature on the podcast plugs video that I added. Oh. And apparently you have to deselect the loop button, which I didn't do. Whoops. So... We really got the snap judgment intro many times, just in case you were unfamiliar with the rules. <laughs> uh, you really could get it there. So uh, that was what that was about. StreamYard's really making some improvements, but some things are still a little uh, tough to get used to. Okay. So first snap judgment, best good boy, crypto or ace? Ooh, that is a tough one. I'm, I'm probably going to say crypto on this one. I got to go crypto. He's the bestest boy. <laughs> I mean, listen, I know Ace can do like a lot of things and he doesn't have superpowers. So some could argue that Ace is braver because of that. But I'd yeah. argue crypto. <laughs> <laughs> just just because he's crypto. Just because he's crypto. Yeah. Uh, okay. If you had to bring one of Supergirl's pets home, would you pick Streaky or Comet? 
So this is, uh, someone says, hey, we need somebody to adopt the super pet. And you have to pick one to take care of, I guess, is the question. Oh. Um, this, this is tough because, I mean, I am highly allergic to cats. <laughs> so I think if it were me, uh, I would probably have to take Comet home with me, which means I would have to, like, build a stable uh, and get a lot of oats and carrots and things like that and maybe learn how to ride a horse. Uh, <laughs> so I think uh, for just just out of my my uh, allergic reactions, I'd have to pick Comet. So I know that the Shrieky is the reasonable choice. I have cats. I feel like he'd probably get along with them pretty well. Ooh, do you do you think the, the lab cats would be OK with a super cat? No, you're right. They wouldn't be. Um, <laughs> I think Beaker especially. Uh, he's re- he's used to being king of the hill uh, mm. and having free reign, and he would be. A, I feel like Streaky would be kind of like a good cat who'd be like, okay, let's like let's be chill, and Beaker would be like, no, we must destroy everything. <laughs> Streaky may save your house, though. Streaky could potentially save my house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but at what cost to Beaker, I guess, is the question. <laughs> and I have to say, as a as a, a as a horse girl from way back, oh yeah, I feel like I always wanted a pony as a child. And I always felt like with with no basis in reality, that I would be <laughs> a really great like rider of a horse. Now, oh, did I okay. have the opportunity to ride a horse? No. Did I ever really ride a horse? No. But did I feel in my bones that I would be like a premium jockey? Yes. So I feel like this would be like having Comet would allow me to live out my childhood dreams. And so despite the fact that I live in a condo, and uh, if you're aware of condos, there's not really a lot of horse room. I feel like (laughs) where there's a will, there's a way. I take Comet, I think. Well, Comet is also a super horse. So I think there's a lot that Comet could help out with first-time riders. You know, you oh, would, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some flexibility there. And Mara also makes a good point in the chat saying Comet could just turn into a dude, easy to feed them. And then and then I could have Comet doing uh, chores around the house. Which, there you go. I mean, that seems great. <laughs> <laughs> so lots of flexibility there with uh, Comet the Super Horses. Your choice. I love it. Okay. Last snap judgment. Who would win in a fight? Ignatius or Cuddles? Uh, I think we need to maybe look up Ignatius and, and Cuddles. So, <laughs> Ignatius, is, so Cuddles we spoke about just previously, yes. uh, which is uh, Miss Martian's, I, I don't really know what to describe. A lot of, it's like an alien with a lot an, of eyes. Yes, uh, there's, uh, uh, Cuddles has telekinesis, mind-reading capabilities, invisibility, shape-shifting, flight, super strength. And Ignatius, how would you describe Ignatius? Oh. How uh, to describe Ignatius. Ignatius is an iguana <laughs> uh, whose birthplace is Metropolis. His favorite food is leafy greens. <laughs> um, he's cold-blooded. Um, he's wicked smart. He's got a, just a chunk of kryptonite in his hands. <laughs> that seems dangerous to give to an iguana. Uh, he can hop. And he's got a strong tail. And we should make note that he is associated with Lex Luthor. So this is Lex Luthor's iguana pet. Hmm. So uh, Ignatius versus Cuddles. Uh, 
It says, with genius level intelligence and a mastery of technology, Ignatius is a worthy opponent to any superhero. I, I think I'm going to go Ignatius on here because I feel like Ignatius, he has like a look to him that uh, looks like he has a plan for something. <laughs> and so I think he's he's already, even in this book, I think he's scheming a way to defeat Cuddles. Uh, I guess is how you say, you know, the, the, the <laughs> Martians, the Martians always have, you know, uh, uh, those, uh, I think it's, I think it's how you would say it. Cuddles. Yeah. I'm going to go with Ignatius too. I feel like he's like kind of a long shot and that makes me want to root for him <laughs> uh, because, because Cuddles has telekinesis and shape shifting, super strength and invisibility, mind reading flight. Ignatius has a chunk of kryptonite, the fact that he likes to lay out in the sun to recharge and a strong tail. So he's already coming from behind quite a bit. And so <laughs> I feel like he's going to use like Les Luthor, who's just a human who's going up against Superman. Ignatius is going to use his wicked intelligence to he's like plotting really something. From, he's, he's already got a plan. Ignatius does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of talk about Ignatius versus Cuddles uh, in the uh, live <laughs> chat. Uh, Rachel says that Cuddles uh, could take him, and uh, Brian says uh, I think they would be best friends. I so. think if they could like bridge the divide, they could really get along pretty well. Yeah, so I, I thought that would be maybe a good uh, uh, fight to pit uh, two of those <laughs> characters up against each other. Uh, you could do that with uh, any any characters in this book, which might be a fun uh, road trip activity if you wanted to, to <laughs> do that. Uh, but I think that's going to take us out of uh, Snap Judgments. No judgments on your Snap Judgments. I unchecked loop. So then nice. I did. <laughs> I was bold and tried the loop feature for the first time. Uh, was not successful. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our discussion of the DC Super Pets character encyclopedia. Hope you enjoyed learning all about the uh, lovable DC Super Pets in the DC Comics universe. And uh, now uh, we need to get to some uh, Supergirl Radio and some DC TV podcast plugs. If you would like to contact Supergirl Radio, you can post a comment on our website at supergirlradio.com. You can email us at supergirlradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 678-718-7252. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all at Supergirl Radio. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Podchaser, and Spotify, where we also have a Spotify playlist that includes music featured on and inspired by the CW Supergirl TV series. We are listed on DC's fan page, which you can find at dccomics.com slash dc-fans. If you like what we do, we encourage you to give us a rating and write us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy our Supergirl radio live streams, make sure to subscribe to the DC TV Podcast YouTube channel and hit that notification bell to get notified when we go live and wired dc tv podcast also has a t public store so if you are in need of new dc tv related t-shirts tank tops sweatshirts onesies mugs notebooks pillows or stickers go to supergirlradio.com and click on the t public store link at the top of the page supergirl radio superman and lois radio the flash podcast and versions of tomorrow podcast black lightning podcast bad woman podcast too Titans and Doom Patrol podcast just for you. Justice League Dark podcast, Green Lantern podcast, Star Girl podcast, Strange Adventures podcast, and finally my favorite up 
punch TV after dark where you're allowed to say f- and since we talked about super pets, we have a crypto design in the DC TV podcast T Public Store that we would like to suggest. Yeah, if you want to have some crypto, the super dog merch to go see DC League of Super Pets, that's a great place uh, to get shirts and mugs and stickers and hoodies and all kinds of things. So if you want some merch, check out check out the DC TV podcast T Public Store. Uh, we would also like to thank our legion of uh, super sponsors uh, for supporting the Supergirl Radio Patreon. These people are Michael, Sam, Anne-Marie, Yvonne, Nicola, Leslie, Abby, Ermgard, Miriam, Nicole, Lizeth, Faith, Brian, Ethan, and Danny. If you would like to become a Supergirl Radio Patreon supporter and be a legion of uh, super sponsor, we uh, have four tiers of monthly memberships uh, that you can check out at patreon.com slash supergirlradio. And if you want to check out uh, what I'm doing, uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Derby Kid, and I have a YouTube channel that you can find at YouTube.com/slash/DuckMilkProd, where I am live streaming on Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern. I got back into that after my vacation, uh, and I'm reading through the uh, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice reviews written by the top critics of Rotten Tomatoes. I'm I still got quite a ways to go, but uh, I've made a lot of progress on this, on this little project that I'm doing. Uh, This past weekend, uh, I got more uh, interaction than I had in the past, which uh, surprised me a a good bit. Uh, Some negative interaction, but, uh, you know, that's how that goes. (laughs) So if you want to uh, see some spicy things and hear some spicy opinions, uh, come check me out on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern and hang out at youtube.com slash duckmilkprod where we will uh, be talking about some art criticism. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Mojotastic. You can also find me on uh, the Legends of Tomorrow podcast where um, my two co-hosts got to go to uh, San Diego Comic-Con while I got to be at home uh, with my air conditioner out. So it didn't seem like... Um, it didn't seem like a fair trade to me, if I'm being honest. <laughs> the last time Kat and Amy went to Comic-Con and I didn't go to Comic-Con, I had my wisdom teeth out. So I'm starting oh, to feel like yeah. my only choices are go to Comic-Con or have some sort of disaster befall me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we will uh, we will be recording this week doing a Comic-Con recap where they can tell me what it was like to be at Comic-Con and I can tell them what it was like to live in a condo that was 86 degrees. Um, <laughs> so, and I'm also a co-host on DC TV After Dark, where we are planning what our next episode is going to be. Uh, so it's a little up in the air, but it will be coming. And the best way to find out when there are new episodes, because we we don't believe in things like, you know, time or schedules. Um, you know, we're beyond all that is really just to subscribe to the podcast. (laughs) Well, uh, all of Morgan's podcasts are fantastic and I recommend them even if you don't watch legends or if you, even if you don't know what DC TV after dark is, just go listen, subscribe, do all the things. Uh, they are great. Uh, if you can, if you get a chance, I would like you to ask Amy about the, uh, the baby Grogu. Uh, oh puppet. yes, uh, she posts. She posted on Instagram this uh, extremely lifelike Grogu in the little cradle with the uh, ears wiggling and sort of interacting with people. I don't know how much that costs, 
but I I could maybe save up for it. But I think, I think it might be worth every penny. <laughs> <laughs> it might be uh, worth taking a loan out at the uh, at the uh, at the bank for that. Um, yeah, think so, about all the joy it would give you back. <laughs> yes, because uh, it, it is crazy how good like, that looked and how lifelike it was. Insanely lifelike. Like just so I couldn't believe it when I when I saw her uh, when I saw the, her post. I was like, "Is that like to buy?" I I assumed it was for sale, but maybe it wasn't just a display. I don't know. But uh, uh, please ask her if you if you have time. I uh, ask her about the Grogu because I was I, I wanted to know more about that, especially how much it cost. <laughs> yes, I very important to me. I can't wait to find out how much it had to be <laughs> insane. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Supergirl Radio. And, and, but until next time, I'm still Rebecca Johnson. And I'm still Morgan Glennon. And we encourage you to check out the DC Super Pets Character Encyclopedia. <laughs> McGurk! I love typing. Do not mess with my Google Docs, Meeksy. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you like it? It's becoming a human burrito, a plus or a minus. I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Kira. I love that. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther Boardroom or Ballroom. Because <laughs> she looks like a boss in this show. Nasty Luther, like a different Luther. It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. So fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Yay!